Are we going to talk about how Arthur Weasley is in this movie? Because I think that's a point we should hit. <laughs> Honestly? As a draw for people to watch. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, I think that's fair. Also, it's so clearly like, oh, they just had him on set for like a day <laughs> and was like, hey, do you mind just like acting like a goat around Michelle Pfeiffer for a while? Like, Could you just be a goat? And he was like, yep. podcast about listening about caring about furrowed brows about strong brows this mm-hmm. is a podcast called twitches a twadcast and i'm alexa twin number one oh, yeah, as soon as really? i said it as soon as i said it as soon as i said it but I did say it first, so that's that's the rule. If you say it first, oh. you get to say number one. <laughs> and I was born first. Well, I as never. As <laughs> you always. I'm Sienna. I I am twin number one. The real the real number one twin. In that she is the second twin. <laughs> She's the first second twin. I'm first in lots of things. First in our listeners' hearts, I'm sure. You're going to make me cry on the podcast. Which actually, to be be quite frank, to make it to episode 16 before one of us crying on the podcast is pretty impressive. Look, this is no time for tears or fears. Alexa... Actually, you it's a little bit time. Three times in the fears. Wizard of Oz, you cried three times in the Wizard of Oz. You're right. You're right. And um, I've been listening so to feel a little bit better. Remember a simpler time. I've been listening to the Scrubs podcast that came out, and I've cried at least once in their first four episodes when they're reminiscing. Yeah, nostalgia gets me, man. Nostalgia brings me to tears. She likes to cry. I cried during our movie for this particular episode. I also cried in our movie for this particular episode. And um, I feel be. like maybe we didn't do a great uh, summary up at the top here. So just in case for some reason this is your first time listening to us. Uh, maybe they're a super fan of the movie we're going to talk about. Yeah, exactly. So just in case, we do want to make sure you understand what we're doing here, which is uh, we're twins and we talk about witches and magic in pop culture. We do. Movies, books, rock stars. If they're witchy, we'll chat about it. So if you have any suggestions, feel free to send them our way. Sienna, what's all our stuff? <laughs> I can't believe you don't know this. Uh, in, case you, in case you aren't following us, dear listener, we are at Twitches Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, and you can email us at twitchespodcast at gmail.com. Oh, also... Oh, for shame. <laughs> shame, shame, shame. Everyone boo Sienna off it's the podcast. Mom. Somebody doesn't airplane mode their phone. She doesn't care. It's, she doesn't, on my she's not dedicated like I'm dedicated <laughs> I'm listener. She may be number one in your hearts, but I, I'm the one airplaning my phone before recording. I've never been so insulted. 
I was thought you were going to say you'd never been so embarrassed, and rightfully so. Anyway. Shame. <laughs> Listener. Oh, right, sorry. I, well, I keep wanting to bring this up, and I always forget, and I am going to say it now, which is, Listener, I am constantly reminded when I'm editing this podcast that we have the ability for you guys to like leave us voice memos to essentially like call into the show and leave us like a little voice memo we record through anchor so you can do that um if you just follow the link in our instagram or twitter bio um you you can send us little voice memos and right now honestly we'd love to hear them so if you ever have any hot takes um on any of our past witches that we've talked about or any future witches we should talk about feel free to like call in and and leave us a little voice memo we'd love to hear from you we'd love a voice memo that's that's neato so this week friends listeners romans countrymen We are going to talk about the 2007 film Stardust. Yes. And this is a longtime favorite of Sienna's. I do love this movie. I also, I enjoy it a lot. You definitely introduced it to me. I don't think I knew about it in 2007. I don't think I saw it in theaters. Oh, I definitely saw this movie in theaters. In the Wayne movie theater, the little one. I um, put it on on brand with. Um, if you've not seen Stardust, I say I equate it to very similar to a film like The Princess Bride, in which it kind of covers all your bases. It's romantic. It's fantastical. There's action. There's adventure. There's high seas in the skies. It's wild. You said Princess Bride because one of my notes. Uh, is that Henry Cavill, who is in this 2007 film as a blonde, um, he's sort of the the semi-antagonist. He's the yeah, he's the real world non-magical related antagonist, sort of fighting for the same hand as our protagonist, the same lady love. Um, played by Sienna Miller was what? Played by Sienna Miller. And Henry Cavill is definitely doing his best Carrie Eels. <laughs> Did I nail it? I'm pretty sure that's how he says his last name. Um, a la The Princess Diaries, but like kind of bride, as a bad guy. Princess Bride, Princess Diaries is <laughs> Anne Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that movie too. I'd watch that. I would watch that, but I would not equate it to the film that we just watched. <laughs> Princess bride carrie eels uh henry cavill is definitely sort of riffing on that and it's it's one of the influences mentioned while making the movie yeah um, it's just it's very present it's also both of them are are based off of books so so um stardust is originally based off of a book by neil gaiman and then uh i don't know who wrote the princess bride but obviously also that was a that was a book before it was a movie um, so let's do a brief recap for those who have not seen Stardust. Um, that's your neck of the woods. I am going to uh, grab my cocktail and lay down on this chaise lounge while you uh, tell our listener what this movie's about. The magical story of Stardust. So for those who have not seen Stardust, it is uh, set in England and in the magical land of Stormhold. 
as soon as I said that, I had to second guess myself. Stormhold, yes. Um, the real world and the magical realm are separated by a wall, and our lead character, Tristan, lives in the town wall, which is next to the wall in England. Um, and uh, our main fellow, Tristan, declares his love for Victoria, who is played by Sienna Miller, he says that he will fetch her a falling star. So our adventure sort of begins with Tristan going to get, going over the wall into the magical realm, going to fetch a falling star for his lady love. Now, that being said, this movie has many other stories happening within it that all get twirled together at the end. We have, over in the magical realm, a fight for the throne between seven brothers who are murdering each other in order to get the throne after the king, played by Peter O'Toole, uh, passes away. Um, and the brothers are all named out of, like, out of their birth order. So Primus, Secundus, Tertius, Septimus. Yes, one through seven, with the rest of those filled in. <laughs> Also, you guys, just really quickly, I'm going to be pitching this movie to every person who has not seen this movie because it's so good and I love it. The detail put into the characters in this movie, considering how many characters are in this movie, is it's beautiful. It's perfect. If you can watch it in a in a a high def way, I would suggest it. The de the literal physical details put into the characters is stunning. Each of these seven brothers in his outfit has his Roman numeral included in the design of his outfit. It's insanely detailed. It's very detailed. It's very good. It's got a lot going on. Um, but it's done well. It's done well. Um, so we have... Uh, the seven brothers fighting for the throne. And then we also have three witches that are aiming to get the star because if you have the heart of a star, you have eternal youth, essentially. And so that's what these three witches are going for. They are um, very, very, very old and they want to get their youth back. It's got a real hocus pocus uh, bent to it. So uh, adventures ensue. Uh, they... Tristan and Yvain, the star, are trying to, is, Tristan's trying to get Yvain back to his lady love back in the real world. But um, they fall in love along they the way. fall in love along the way because of course they do. Um, adventures, craziness, lots of little bit characters along the De way. Nero. Yes, we got De Niro happening. It's a whole, as a sky pirate, it's a real something something uh, it's a real adventure who's the guy who's the guy who plays the shopkeep oh um that oh it's not graham norton it's some english ricky gervais yes yep that's it uh yeah there and sir ian mckellen does the voiceover y'all this film <laughs> it's great it's so, so good. that's that's our brief recap for those who haven't seen Stardust. Highly recommend. It's really, it's, you know, it's very imaginative and uh, visually entrancing and a great there are, escape. So. There are certain stills from that movie that I would, in a heartbeat, get blown up and hang up in my house as actual art. 
there it's visually a delightful film to watch it's gorgeous and shot in scotland for the most part not a surprising. Bit in iceland uh but you do get these sort of beautiful green rolling hills and do you think there's some sort of bad blood between <laughs> bear with me here england and scotland but because of the fact that no so i think many... they've had a pretty chill history together i don't think there's any documented bad blood there i don't no, think we can but say specific... that on the podcast per se specifically because <laughs> so many movies that are set in England like this movie is set in in wall England and then Harry Potter right also set in England but both of them are filmed in Scotland so like do you think there's any bad blood there about that I think that's probably the only reason they have bad blood right (laughs) Right? that's definitely it that's That's the only thing that's like the modern interpretation (laughs) um was Harry Potter shot in Scotland I think it was it, they definitely hit up the Cliffs of Moher, which are in Ireland for that seventh one. So that's our Stardust recap. You want to get into some magical talk with this yeah, magical let's, film? Let's talk about the magic of this film. So like we, do, we discussed earlier, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and her sisters are the witches of this particular story. In the graphic novel slash book, um, there's like a kind of a much more intense... A backstory given to them but it, in this we just get kind of the, the the quickest movie version when you have a movie that's starring 75 different people so um, for my bit about the magic I actually just talked about like the witches and their oh. backs and their names and stuff take it away yeah yep yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah I will all right so um, we have three witches in this film. They're three sisters. And as we've discussed in previous pods, there's obviously a magic to the number three. You got pretty much three witches, three fates dotting along all throughout stories, all throughout classic mythology. So here we have three witch sisters in the original graphic novel and book they are not given a name they are just called the lillin um who were who like historically in ancient in quote ancient mesopotamian religion lillin were hostile night spirits that attacked men um it's also same (laughs) it's also derived from lilith lillin lilith um who we may have talked about before i believe we did talk about in the sabrina episode um in our the chilling adventures of sabrina episode wherein lilith is sort of supposed to be queen of hell and oh was we definitely Adam's did first it. wife and got kicked out we no. didn't talk about that because we talked on it was our holiday episode it was our yule time episode hmm. so well, we we focused on those yule boys those good yule boys I don't know what they're called. (laughs) I think they are like Yule lads. Yule lads. (laughs) That was a that was a good episode. Yule boys with a Z. Pretty bananas. Um, Well, so we didn't talk about Lilith. If you want to give Sabrina the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina a watch, they'll definitely get into it. So we have three names for our sister witches in the movie, Um, and their names are Lamia, who is our Michelle Pfeiffer main 
witch in charge, Impusa and Mormo. And Lamia in ancient Greek mythology was a woman who became a child-eating monster. <laughs> this is this is just classic Greek mythology. Child-eating monster after her children were destroyed by Hera, who learned of her husband Zeus's tryst with her. Oh, Aww, Zeus. There you go again. <laughs> Why are you like this? Why? Why? Um, Zeus is the worst. Dude, for real, ancient gods used to be, like, way more litty. <laughs> litty or, like, terrible, awful. you know? Like, terrible. <laughs> but, like, at least they had personality, you know? Like, like they're just, like, frat stars. I hate them. I uh, hate the, the almighty Johnson. Goddesses and gods. I just want to be able to expand our brand to include gods and goddesses so that we can do, one, goddesses of the moon, and two, the almighty Johnsons. <laughs> I have some good news for you, Sienna. You know who makes the rules on this podcast? We do. Stevie Nicks. Oh, right. Well, obviously she's our producer, but then- um, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> They're the money. Our executive producers. Yeah. But then we make the decisions. We got We just have to run it by them first. It's so hard to get them all on a Zoom call right now. Stevie never knows how to mute her mic. It. Okay, moving on. Lamia. Back to our child eater, Lamia, um, who is often in in classic mythology is portrayed as sort of half woman, half snake situation. Um, She basically goes like cuckoo bananas because Hera like makes her eat her children and um, then she sort of evolves into this like snake lady monster uh, who so Hera, in addition to having her like eat her children, cursed her with sleeplessness. But then Zeus gave her the hookup because he was like, okay, you can never sleep, but here you can take out your eyeballs if you want. Oh, and there we have our compromise. So um, it's tough out there for Alamia, but she does end up becoming a sort of woman who like feasts on young men uh you know drinks their blood all that stuff um and it turns out that the three sisters names the lamia the impusa and the mormo are all a little bit synonymous in greek mythology they all basically become just sort of like a um the boogeyman that parents would use to be like don't go out at night or like don't be a horny teen or the Lamia will get you and drink your blood. You know, that sort of stuff. Wow. I can't think of a more relevant message for a COVID-19 America. <laughs> we got to bring Lamia and Pusa and Mormo Stay back. Stay in your house. Or, or the Pusa are going to get you. They're going to get you. We don't care how much you want to, you know, We get know it, she get looks it on. like Michelle Pfeiffer. But on the inside where it counts, she's a horrible old witch who will eat your heart. She's trying to eat your heart. Yes. So then uh, our second sister, Impusa, um, shape-shifting female being in Greek mythology. Um, and the Impusa are, are not, is not um, half woman, half snake. They are, they are portrayed or depicted as a woman with either a copper leg or the leg of an ox or like something they got one leg that ain't 
a human leg. Um, And then sometimes that evolves into like multiple legs that aren't human legs, but like hottie on top. So (laughs) it's that vibe. The mormo is the sort of term that we have uh, the least amount of information. It's sort of like, um, it seems like it was sort of taken for the word for uh, like wet nurse or something. Oh no. Um, Yeah. So there's like some weirdness there. Oh shoot. Actually, maybe that was the impusa. Uh, Mormo are basically just used as like a spooky night specter who's going to get you. Um, so they're all, they're all sort of interchangeable. Some of them have specifics, but basically it's all just ladies who are out to get you a seducia and drink your blood. Same. I know it's a whole vibe. Um, COVID-19 stay inside. Yeah. That's a, that's a little bit on the sisters, sister witches. Hell yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. I mean, look stuff. It's hard to argue with Michelle Pfeiffer, you know, like she gets results. She does. She's pretty scary in this movie. She's terrifying. She blows the head off of a fellow witch. She does do that. She does. What's it to be, Ditwater Sal? Heads or tails? Also, the oh man, I will. Okay, so I will say this: if you did not watch this movie in theaters as a preteen girl who was um, just like horny for fantasy, I have to let you know the British accents are not great in this film. <laughs> let Claire Danes live. Let Claire Danes live. I I'm sure you noticed as we she's were listing she's the a cast star. earlier. It's whatever accent she wants. I'm sure you noticed as we were listing the cast earlier that it was not very many British people except for Arthur Weasley. It was mostly American people doing bad British accents. All right. So what what magic bits are you going to talk about? Yeah. Okay. So for my magic stuff for this particular universe, I wanted to talk about something that's pretty unique. I don't think we've seen it so far, at least. So far, pretty unique to this story which is the casting of runes oh yeah that's a that's a good part and that's done by by witches and mortals like yeah i don't know if we can confirm that that septimus is like a mortal by our standards of mortals but certainly a mortal within the world of wall True. or not wall the world of stormhold uh, stormhold right uh anyway uh, yeah, so essentially runes are, they the ones that they use in the movie are basically carved out of what appears to be bone, and they're just a set of stones that you can use to divine answers, similar to like a tarot deck in a couple of different ways, and then also very different from a tarot deck in a couple of different ways. So typically, runes come in a set of 24 stones, and well, typically meaning like most traditionally the elder fathark the elder fathark alphabet is typically used that's what the runes are you know the alphabet you know the one listener yeah we all we all know this one yeah uh occasionally you learn that in elementary school at the same time that you learn you know your regular abcs yeah your abcs and your elder fathark (laughs) nailed it 
but similar to tarot readings, you can do, you know, limited number of cards or stones in this case. And after doing some research, I would bet that what they use the runes for in this movie is the four directions layouts, which is essentially you have four runes, which is both the mortal set and the witch's set. We only see four runes and they represent the four directions, north, south, east, west, or nordi, vestri, austri, and sudri. You know the one. Of course. Uh, and these each, they also each represent past, present, future, and the possible outcome of the runes cast. Although in the movie, they seem to make it seem very similar, kind of like a watered down version of like, yes or no, is basically what the runes do. Um, do we have time for a debate? I mean, <laughs> what is time? What is time? Ain't got nothing but time. I mean, we can, keep it, we can keep it simple and just uh, discuss, I guess we could do, like, what do you think of the magic in this movie? Yeah. So um, what do you think of the magic in this movie? <laughs> I mean, I think it's pretty accurate from our basis of what we understand magic to be. There's a lot of influences from nature, be it rock or literally carving the body parts out of animals or following the North Star, you know? Lots of naturally based magic, not a lot of like, sometimes we see here that like point and click sort of style magic, the Twitches Disney movie kind of magic. Um, that definitely didn't, it doesn't feel like that here. The magic in this universe feels super well fleshed out. And importantly, the magic in this universe has consequences, which um, which isn't always apparent in a lot of the magic and media that we talk about. The witches, each time they use magic, they age a little bit. Um, it's not uh, it's not uh, separate from a concrete world. It's ingrained within a concrete world. And there are consequences in the world outside of immediate gratification, meaning like when a witch casts a spell, you may completely forget about it and then it may actually come back into the story at a later point and mean something, which I think is so, a lot of the time when we see magic in, in our stories, it is very like instant gratification, right? That's what magic is all about. But here magic has consequences and has like, purposes within the plot beyond just surface level yeah but um i thought it was enjoyable i thought the magic was good i thought the witches were great i really liked looking into the meaning behind their names i love a good meaningful name in a text it's got that like jk rowling vibe where she you know definitely delves into the latin language to get her name inspo i love that it's great. Same. I mean, look, I don't need to talk about how much I love this movie. I've been saying I love this movie for 15 plus years, however many years ago this came out. She loves this movie. I will say, wouldn't necessarily uh, like watch it with kids, no? Like young kids. There's a lot of murder. I mean, there's a lot of murder in The Princess Bride. Yeah, no, but like not the same. What are you, t I feel like there isn't really that much murder. 
you know, he like murders the shopkeeper. All the brothers murder each other. Yeah. Literally all of them murder each other. There's a lot of murder. Well, the witches uh, do a lot of like murder animal magic where they mm. murder animals and examine the entrance. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't have kids, but I would say, yeah, show them, whatever. I'm just saying I don't want Bowie in the room while I'm watching this movie. She's a very sensitive she's soul. She's a cat. She's a cat. That doesn't mean she's not a sensitive soul. Have you no soul? Okay, whatever. Anna hates animals. You heard it here first. From the number one twin, I from, guess you did. From the number one twin. Um, Nito, well... Yeah, I guess, you know, overall feeling. Watch this movie. I love mm-hmm. this movie. It's so good. And right now, the nice thing about this movie, other than that it is like a good, interesting movie with great detail and care given to it, is that it's a long movie. If you're looking to use up a whole evening, watch this movie. Y'all get into it. It really is like a total distraction i don't think there was a single moment in that movie where i was like reminded that we're like not allowed to go meet up with our friends and hug them like there was there was no moment where i remembered that and that's a nice thing that's a successful distraction Mm -hmm. and it managed to do that on a sunday when we're recording and sunday is my worst day as, as we, we know, know. <laughs> sunday is my worst day and so if it managed to distract an alexa on a sunday it's a magical film give it a shot you'll enjoy mm. it and claire danes is adorable oh why not so why not good. claire danes yeah so good and the guy who plays the main character who we've never seen anything else also adorable charlie cox i think he does he's like daredevil no way yeah i think that's him matt murdoch slash daredevil in the marvel cinematic universe sienna is <laughs> pooping her pants on camera right now everybody it's happening she's gone through like three different places <laughs> of shock and awe is that that impressive? I don't think I've ever seen Daredevil I in a I cannot thing. believe I didn't know that. Is he like a... Is he a, a mutant? Oh. What is he? Is he, an X, is he an X-Man? Is Daredevil an X-Man? Alexa. <laughs> an X-Person? Excuse no, me. Alexa, first of all, Daredevil, you would probably know from the Ben Affleck movie with Jennifer Garner. That nope. means nothing okay. to me. Uh, well, in that case, also Netflix. Okay, wait, hold on. I know you know Jessica Jones. Yes. She is but on... But I did not finish the first season. <laughs> <laughs> the first season is so good. You didn't finish the first I... season of Jessica Jones? That is one of the best seasons of television. IMO, period. I have absolutely talked to you about this before. But I couldn't finish the first season of Jessica Jones because uh, David Tennant's character, David it's Tennant's amazing. portrayal of that character was too upsetting for me. Yeah. And so I did not finish watching it. That's fair. I don't like my television with a side of PTSD. Give me That's Stardust. Fair. Let me watch Stardust That's fair. and Desperate Housewives okay. and the Mary Tyler Moore show. <laughs> 
Look, it's all fair and valid. I just can't believe I didn't realize that Tristan was Matt Mercer this whole time. Why does he seem so much taller in this movie than he seems on that TV show? He seems taller in this movie? Because he seems, he's got a very like, no, in Daredevil, he's definitely gotten like thicker, like muscle thicker. (laughs) And so he appears to be shorter, I think. Y'all, Sienna's losing her mind over the fact that this man is. I can't believe I didn't notice. I I guess it's because you don't really see his eyes. I can't believe I didn't notice it. I've just watched. Has Ben Affleck played Batman and Daredevil then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, those are two different universes, but yes. Oh, yes. DC and Marvel. I know some stuff. Yeah. But he is, he is like one of the, (laughs) he is one of the, I guess one of the rare crossovers who have done both. Hmm. I don't see Gal Gadot going over to the mutants anytime soon. (laughs) She could if she wanted to. I'd follow her. I don't know if there's anybody I'd want to see her. If she stops singing Imagine, I will follow her to the moon. What a moment in time that was. Doesn't it I, feel like that was like two months ago, but really <laughs> it's just like a couple weeks ago. I was literally just about to be like, it's really interesting because I think talking about COVID and podcasts, while unavoidable right now, is also really going to date these podcasts. It's definitely going to make it It's weird. like when you go back and you listen to podcasts, like old podcasts, and they like are talking about the election. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're talking about the election and they're like, oh, la, 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 Trump, la, la, la. And I'm like you don't know <laughs> they're so cool they're so casual they have no idea no idea it's a weird i can't i cannot listen to podcasts like pre-2016 election because i it's like a like a dark timeline yeah. jarring experience anyway i'm gonna pull us now into the wrap-up room uh leaving the the debate room which is sort of morphed into a weird sort of debate hangout space <laughs> there are way more beanbags in here than i thought there were gonna be originally yeah we have to do we have to do something about those beanbags it's okay we'll get them cleaned up honestly i gotta be honest with the listener here i am still honestly paying. you gotta be honest <laughs> I am still paying out the yin yang for all those emeralds from last time. So we're going to do our best here. We're going to clean up this space a little bit before our next episode. Um, but if you want to reach out to us before then, you can, of course, again, reach us at Twitch's podcast on Instagram and Twitter at twitches at gmail.com if you want to email us. And then also you can leave us a voice memo through the link in our media profiles, wherever you see fit. We'd love to hear from you. Um, We are going to do something next time that we haven't yet figured out. We had something in mind, but we're debating uh, our brand. So <laughs> we need to figure that out first. Um, but if uh, you want to know, maybe we'll drop a, a, an early hint on the next episode on our Instagram. Yeah, undoubtedly. So give it a give it a follow on the Instagram. I really enjoyed it. And although this is a couple weeks ago, if y'all haven't had a chance to pick your uh, quarantine from our Wizard of Oz episode, oh yeah, I really enjoyed putting that together. So feels endlessly applicable. Feel free to rip those and use them for Tag your yourself. Own I'm the Tin Man for sure. <laughs> a little bit Scarecrow. I'm a little bit Rock. So <laughs> just 
segue on out of here hey thanks listener for <laughs> for sticking with us through this one it was a wild one i don't I'm think not... they did i don't think they stuck did you stick <laughs> with us if you here. stuck with us tell us the secret code word to prove that you did the secret code word is a scarecrow for life that's not one word <laughs> It's more of like a secret passcode. Only you and I will know it, listener. Only you and I. And me and also. I'm here too. <laughs> yeah, I'm here also. Look, it's fine. Segwaying on out. All right. Um, we're thanks for this listening. House. You guys are We've got our masks on. We're going outside for a walk. Everybody, uh, we look forward to talking to you next time. In the meantime. Indeed. In the meantime, guys, don't do don't love do spells. love spells. Don't do it. Don't do it. You may want to. It's a weird time, but don't do it. We say this every week. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do a love spell. <laughs> <laughs>